Welcome to the Very Lost Fruit Bat, a daft podcast from the Big Sky State. I am the Very Lost Fruit Bat and very host. Lost. Very lost. Emphasis on the lost. <laughs> fruit Bat and host, Alexis, broadcasting from Bozeman, Montana. I have decided this year's podcasts are going to be referred to the year of the straight jacket. Music would go here, but I don't have that yet. That's coming. This performance is taped in front of a live audience, as in a person. (laughs) And today's guest is Becca. Hello, Becca. Hey. (laughs) I have picked the perfect guest for the first episode of the podcast. Becca is my cousin. I call her my cuz. I also call her couscous. <laughs> she hates that. Is that still accurate? Still very still. accurate. Yes, yes. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, and then I call her cuscus and couscous. Cuscus and the couscous, which I've decided is a great new band name. Let's cut to a past clip of my favorite person in the whole entire world, my nephew Mason, and here's his take on Boom Roasted. Hey, Pink Peak Lattice, Gutsman. Hey, Boom Pets. Boom. Toasted. You're toasted like toast. <laughs> Why are we sitting here all cozy in a bathtub? <laughs> a couple reasons. One, I heard that has good acoustics. I'm not sure if that's actually accurate. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> and then I think that's going to be my jam is in podcasts, I will be recording in very strange places. Like I did think in an episode where I talk about risky business, I could go record on Skid Row. Oh, okay. <laughs> or under a tree with a homeless man, I don't know. Sure, sure, yeah, 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 okay, so okay. The the next episode, we're I setting think it up, we're setting, setting it up. up. So it'll be like in a, the bathtub. a podcaster in motion. Um, but you don't know where the motion's going to be next. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, right now the, the the motion is going on in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, you and me, baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, okay. Like, let's just come close the <laughs> Also, I am recording with, I will always record with a animal in-house, and that's today, Little Fawn. She's getting caught up in the cords. She is my mini pit bull, and she has just laid down, and she's ready to enjoy the show, too. She's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And Becca's here today because I got her to come here to record because I'm going to pay her in roaches for being a guest. For your beardy. Yeah, I have a, I have a dragon named Dragon. I call him Beardy. Uh, <laughs> you can call him whatever you want, but his name is Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the number one reason why Becca is going to be my permanent guest on my cup podcast is because of this one trait she has, which is her snort. So hopefully during the show that will come out more as we continue to yeah, move through I, it. I, I really hope I really hope you guys enjoy it more than my coworkers who think it's very annoying. So Becca also is pretty cool. She takes her pizza dough. And she sticks it inside her bearded dragon's enclosure to allow it to rise. (laughs) And I will furnish you with that picture on my website. It's a really good rising environment. You know, it's it's warm, it's humid, it's wet. (laughs) You need it you need it to rise. (laughs) 
and that's the environment you want it in. <laughs> see, I'll put the picture up on the website so you guys can see it. So, Becca, I gotta warn you, I have only listened to three podcasts before. I've never really listened to any podcasts. One's Wine and Crime a couple times, and then Morbid's another one. So I, I've not listened to many, so I don't know what other people do. Uh -huh. So this is all new territory for me. I don't know what podcasters call their episodes, but I'm going to be calling my episodes potties. I don't know if that's already been taken, but and then if they're short podcasts, they'll be called mini potties. So I'm not sure if today will be a mini potty or a potty. A mini potty or a full-blown potty. <laughs> Let's not call it a potty explosion. That would not be good. Does it sound does it sound too much like we're going to the bathroom though? A potty. I mean we are in the bathroom you know, right now. We are we are, we are fully in, in the bathroom. Uh we are not pottying though, if if you guys are wondering. P O D D I E potty. I'm not sure if that word's taken, but I'm gonna claim it first. It's a good it's a good idea. It's a good one. I think it's a good one. Maybe one day our in-house animal will be something crazy like a fruit bat or a taper. I do have some crazy things planned later on. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Cool. Excited. <laughs> Today's potty, Becca, do me the honor, is called... Is that a bro in your pants? Or are you just really happy to see me? <laughs> a prequel to the burl potty. Before we get started, my disclaimer. Don't try any of our ideas. Chances are they aren't safe. It's a good idea to add a disclaimer to that. <laughs> yes. Yes. My podcast is funny, hopefully. Rude and crude. It's definitely going to be rude and crude. <laughs> we'll be like Rush Limbaugh. Some people will hate us and some people will hate us even more. Uh, it is not intended for children. However, I will do a children's episode down the road. My podcast does accept donations. However, the sound quality is so poor that I'll probably have to start paying people to listen to my podcast. <laughs> if you want better quality, send me money. <laughs> Listeners, give me your address so I can stalk you. Maybe one day I will show up at your doorstep or your bathroom window <laughs> and host an impromptu mini potty with you as my forced guest. I feel I'm going to do a lot of forced guests through these. Yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes forceful is the way to go. Forceful. You know, yeah. rarely, but... Yeah, without con without you know, consent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Each of my potties will start off with me making an unknown beverage for my guest, which is kind of sketchy because I don't cook. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I don't cook, and it's probably best that I don't. It puts people in the hospital aka Thanksgiving 2008. The guest will never know drink and they will sign a liability waiver beforehand. <laughs> I have your liability waiver right here. Okay great let me sign that real quick. So you're basically signing your life away. Okay. Where's my pen? I can, my I can pen is lick it in if my you want. Do yeah. you want my DNA on yeah, it? Yeah lick it. <laughs> there you go. Consent sign or consent Cons consensual uh, DNA waiver has, has been licked. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the guest will physically describe the drink and then describe what it tastes like. It will either be a hit or miss. Most likely because I'll be making it, it will be a miss. 
And then after they drink it, I'll tell them what there is. And usually there's a story behind that. Without further ado, let's get this podcast rolling. And Becca, let me go get your drink. Okay, I'm very excited. I just just heard an oops coming from the kitchen. I think she might have messed up her drink. Wow, that's that's a big, a large drink. (laughs) Uh, It's sort of gray in color. (laughs) Okay. I've made this drink up. It's all improv. Okay. I don't know what goes with what, but there is vodka in there. Okay. And it has turned black. Oh, it is so sweet. It's like sugar <laughs> overload. Is it really sweet? Um, it's really sweet. Uh, yeah, all I'm getting is sweet. <laughs> Your face does not look like it's pleasant. No, no, I, I'm not a big sweet tooth. Um, um, it's like, it's like if you were eating, it, it's like, it's like if, if black licorice had been <laughs> blended up with a bunch of sugar. Um, and that's what it tastes like. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to drink the whole thing because... <laughs> you should probably just, like, down a cedar. I'm a, I'm a guest in this podcast. But, but guys, I'm not, I'm not recommending this. It, you know, if she offers you a drink, don't take it. I mean, some days it could be good. Since we were talking about the burl, I call this the girdled birch. And what it, what it, <laughs> what, what it is, is I had, I used to sap in New Hampshire, and I had my papo send some sap water that's not been made into maple syrup yet. I, I got that FedExed over here, and then I added a little bit of activated charcoal in it. Oh, some ice, and then I finished it off with a little curl of a birch tree. Yeah, uh, yeah. There is, there is a very a, a, a beautiful, dry, crackling curl on the edge of my. I mean, you want to hear it? <laughs> it's crackling. Don't eat that because I don't think that's edible. Black. <laughs> probably the whole thing is not edible. So this, okay. but this goes with yeah, our theme. Yeah, good, good. So this goes with our theme. The reason why I got that birch curl is because in New Hampshire, when I visited there, I went to my papo, which is my, my grandpa's, and he, I was like, I'm going to go harvest some, some birch, you know, off your birch trees. You know, that curl, we don't have that curly stuff in Montana. No, um, no. So I was like, I'm going to go harvest some. He was like, cool. You know, there's two trees down here. He's a master gardener, used to be an arborist. And he was like, yeah, they're down there. So I go down in my little golf cart and I rip off these giant one, one foot wide curls all around the tree. And I take off, you know, like three giant curls off of each tree and I come back up and he's like, how did it go? And I was like, I got some awesome pieces. And he's like, he looks at them. He's like, Jesus fucking Christ. What the fuck did you do? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you fucking girdled my trees. And I was like, well, what's girdled? Like, what is that? He was like, did you take the bark from fucking all around the fucking tree? And I was like, yeah, I just went right around. He was like, you killed my fucking trees. And I was like, are you serious? That kills them? And he's, he's like, yeah. He's like, that definitely kills them. If you take the bark, I didn't know that. Cambion 
you take the bark off a tree all the way around, it basically takes off the the hydration. You know, the, the tree the can't hydration. get hydration up to its leaves and its bark. So if you girdle it, you kill it. And so I did it all the way around. Had I not done it all the way around, but I didn't know this. And I didn't even know what the word girdle means. So when I came back, he's like, what the fuck, man? And so it's like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And well, maybe he should have told you that in the first place. He was like, I thought you were just going to get a couple pieces. And I was like, no, I want to make something cool. <laughs> fuck. I was like, well, maybe if I come back next year, they'll, they'll still be alive. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? They're definitely not going to be alive. Like, you killed it for sure. Are you sure? Like, are you a professional tree guy? He was like, actually, yes, yeah. I used to yeah, be. Yeah. Oh, shit. That so how many trees did you kill? His only three trees. He had three. The only three trees he had. You killed all three of them. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Um, Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> I tell, like, some people here and there, like, oh, do you know what girdle means? And they're like, yeah, that means killing a tree. Did you kill a tree and I killed three of them? Never knew that, though. You're just going to have to down that drink, okay, Becca. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Isn't it so sweet? I must have put too much sap, sugar, it's water in it. heinously sweet. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It is and lemon I, vodka, I, so you really I don't, shouldn't. I'm not getting, no, you know, it's I'm not getting... I'm not getting the lemon, and I'm not getting the vodka, so, um... <laughs> You're just getting the charcoal? I'm, I'm, I'm getting but I'm getting charcoal and, and, a, and a, a lot of sweet. Like, your, like, a lot of sweet. See, basically what that does, though, is the vodka toxifies your body. Then the charcoal basically untoxifies the toxify you just drank. <laughs> so, really, it doesn't... Toxify. Toxify. <laughs> is that a real word? It is now a new word. It is now a new word. Okay, okay, okay. I'm 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 toxifying myself and but in, and then intoxifying, intoxifying myself at the same time See, right now. I've never done that before. Detoxifying is totally different than untoxifying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So don't ever confuse the two. Yeah, yeah, I won't. I won't. And if you go to Can you like... please explain to me the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Just drink it. You'll taste the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a lot of flavors right now. <laughs> oh, this bathtub is kind of getting really hot in here. <laughs> it, it, I, I think I might have to take off my sweatshirt. <laughs> okay. Back to the highlight of the story today. Yes. Is the burl in your pants? The burl in my pants. Yes. Do you have a burl in your pants? I always have a burl in my pants. <laughs> if you've ever noticed a large knobby growth on a tree, it was probably a burl. A burl is a strange looking collection of tree cells. This collection is formed by a tree in response to an injury, disease, or insect damage. They can be sold for money. And when sliced open, the wood exhibits this beautiful marble design. That is what a burl is. So the story with this burl is yet another Alexa story. Is I won't say where, but I found a burl, which you don't get a lot of those in Montana. Again, you don't get a lot of those because you're not hardwood here. But you can get a burl in fir and pine. They're just a little bit, they're not as knotted and, and cool you know if you cut them open they won't be like you would back in new hampshire 
But, so yeah, there's this burl that I found in the middle of the woods, and it is near, let's say, White Sulphur Springs. Yeah, and I want to go cut down this burl before anyone else sees it. Chug, 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 chug. It's gone, it's gone. I did it, you guys. I did it. Hopefully you won't get sick halfway through. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. You, you'll know if I do. But yeah, this burl has been up in the forest for now. I have never cut down a tree before. I like to harvest everything except animals. But I do want to harvest this tree. I do want to make sure that nothing's living in it. And... It, it is dead. It's dying. It's on its last leg. You can't cut it down legally unless it's dead. So it should be about ready this summer. It's difficult because the burl is on the top of the tree. So you're going to have to chop off like top of the tree and then you're going to have to chop off the bottom. So it's not at the bottom and it's not at the top. It's in the middle. So it makes it even more difficult. And because you and me are not really the the logging type people oh speak for yourself <laughs> we, we would have to get like we'd have to get lots of equipment and i i don't know how to chop down a tree but i, I do I, even if you top it i mean that's pretty dangerous i've seen people get into i've chopped down a lot of trees really and you've topped one where like you're up on the ropes with the the little like pokey things and you climb up it and with the chainsaw I mean, it's, I've never, it's, I've never, I've always, I've always chopped from the bottom. Exactly, but see, if we chop from the bottom, it's gonna fall, and it's gonna potentially break that burl. Oh, I see. It's like it's really complicated. Okay. Okay. But the other argument is, is my, let's call her just my previous friend. She says it's not a burl at all. She's like, nope, you are fucking retarded. That is not a burl. And I'm like, it is a burl. And a little backstory: when I was in New Hampshire. I found chaga up in the tree, and she was like, that is not fucking chaga. And I was like, yeah, that is. That's fucking chaga. I know what chaga looks like. Chaga is... Chaga is, it, chaga is a mushroom that grows in aspen trees oh, back okay, in... Oh, okay, okay. Or birch trees, I should say, back in New Hampshire. It's a fungus, and it kind of grows off in a phallic... Again, okay. burl in my pants yeah, for you. It's, it's, a, it's a common theme, <laughs> I guess. I like talking about fallacies. Fallacies, plural. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm yeah, into it too. I'm into it. It almost looks like a burnt piece of log, um, little kind of pieces of black coming off of it. It almost looks like a burnt log, and it's usually it's wherever a birch tree has gotten trauma, and where when I went in, you know, my papa's woods, there's this tree that looked like during a windstorm and it snapped off, and when it snaps, it actually releases these spores, which start chaga, and it's a mushroom, and then when you break it open, it's kind of spongy, and it looks like copper. And it's loaded with great things for your body. You can put it in tea and let it seep in there. My mom has not had cramps. She's had massive cramps every night. But ever since I brought that back, and she puts a cube in her tea every night, she's never had cramps since. So there's magnesium, iron, loaded with vitamins. It's like a superfood. But it doesn't grow out here, only back in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And so I saw it from way up above, and so I climbed up that tree, and I got it, and I was just so excited. It's the first time. Because I remember seeing chaga as a kid. It just, I never knew what it was. But now I, I know it, and I'm like, oh, shit, and I got it, and, and I was so excited. But so the same girl told me it wasn't chaga when it was. But this girl's like, that's not a burl. I know my wood. 
It's not a brilliant thing. She knows her wood. She knows her word. Okay. Well, okay. you might know, she might know her wood, but I've got a burl in my pants. <laughs> it white sulfur springs. <laughs> but there are two burls we're talking about here. Yeah, maybe my burl can touch your burl tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the plan is, is I want to, I want to cut it down. I want to <laughs> cut it down. Someone's telling me it's not a burl and you're going to totally waste all your resources and energy cutting this thing down. It's not going to be a burl. Okay, it's not going to be that much, though. It's going to take a day. Well, yeah, but you have to get so much. I mean, we'll have to get chainsaw guys to help us. They're going to have yeah, to get up there I can with get, I their... can get all those things very easily. I'll put, for all but, the but listeners we can, listening, we can do this. I'll put the picture of the burl up on my website. Everyone can chime in and tell me what they think it is. I forget. It's either a fur. I think it's a fur. And that's n not very common that burls, um, that fur have burls. Yes. I think it's fur, not a pine. I think that's what I've been told. But, so we'll see. So I have a picture of it. I gave you a picture of it, right? You've seen it. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty you, sure you did. Do you think it's a burl? I, I don't freaking know. <laughs> I had to edit. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just sitting here all cozy in a bathtub right now. I tried you know, kind of cleaning it before we got in here. Good job. <laughs> Good job. That is the burl story. It's something I'm really excited about. So what I want to do this summer is I want to do a live podcast of us cutting down the burl. You can be a part of it or not. I do if want you, to definitely be a part of it. You want to see my burl? I want to see your burl. <laughs> and I want, my, I want my fiance to see the burl too because... <laughs> I think, I think he'll be good at harvesting the burl. Really? Okay. Yeah. We have to harvest it like two feet below and above. So like we got to take this big chunk home and I don't have a car to take the chunk home in either. It's going to be a huge project. Like if it, you, if you need, if you need the resources, I got the resources. Even after I cut it down, it has, I'll call it simmer. I don't know what they actually call it, but it has to set all the water weight has to get out of it before you cut it. It can't crack. And you, some people even boil these things. These huge fucking things, they boil them. Uh, we can't do that. But I'm really hoping to prove my previous friend wrong that it is a burl. I really, I, I, my papa, I, my papa I was also a, really hope it's a burl. My papa was a, an arborist and I showed him before he passed away. I showed him and he said it's a burl. And so they, what it could be is, a, forget what they call it, a virus. So a tree can have a canker that's growing out of it, and it can look like a burl. But they're very different. A canker almost looks like a wart. Burls look a little bit different. So it doesn't look warty. My burl does not have Your warts. burl is not warty. No, my burl Good does to not, know. I think that's good to know for everyone. My burl is herpy-free. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent news. <laughs> Moving on for the burl, we'll get back to the burl. Most of my potties will use props. I do have a prop for us today. I think I'm on it. To, let's see, today's prop will be our top ad. I did get a little hungry. This is today's prop here. I'm going to go over this ad. This is their product pair of pants so let me let me read their ad to you taking a stroll with your baby seems so daunting there's never enough pockets to store away your child's food items but now that isn't an issue anymore 
because of Jewish snack pants. Pants for your favorite Jew baby. Jewish snack pants comes with nine pockets. No other pant on the market can carry that many kosher snacks. Jewish snack pants are handmade in Montana with luxurious corduroy and a variety of colors. Weigh down your baby today. Say chala to jewishsnackpants.com to purchase kosher snacks not included. Becca, if you could get familiar with those Jewish snack pants. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm and feeling re- them. And review it to the audience. Right now, they, uh, uh, they're, they're very soft. They're, they're very tiny. They're very cute. And what's the pin say? Oh, heart, puppies, pickles, and Jesus. Uh, you know, I can get on board with that. With the puppies and pickles. See, there's... there are, there are lots of kosher snacks in all these pockets, but I, I just, one night I got so hungry, I just ate all the kosher snacks. Yeah, I can and... see that. I, but, it, yeah, there are wrappers in all the pockets, but I don't know how the pockets look with actual food in them, because it seems that the food has all been eaten. Well, it does say, so, it, it did say in the ad, kosher snacks uh, not included. It, did, it does say, it so does say I not included. So I could include the it wrappers. Does say not included. I can fit my, I'm not a very now, big person, but I can fit my whole fingers. Can you, can you fit your burl in there? And uh, I don't know, I have a pretty big burl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe if, I, if that size, I could for sure fit my burl in there. Or maybe if it was, if I had... A semi-burl. <laughs> a micro-burl. Um, but that is right. Moving back to our theme today. <laughs> what is in your pants? Let's talk about bulges and crotches. A rainbow of peni. Big peens. Micro-green peens. I actually added the green part. I had micro and then I was like, mm, micro-green. Wasabi peens. I mean, there's all sorts of different peens. Uh, that just reminded me of a time that I had not too long ago where I could actually use the word peens in the plural sense. <laughs> you had a dude that had multiple peens? No, no, I just saw multiple peens at the same time. Where were you? Uh, a drunken dance party in my friend's living room. In Montana? Yeah, true story. <laughs> and some dudes just whipped out their peens? Everyone started taking off their clothes, and we all just went with it. You went with it too? Yeah. Like, all of your clothes? Like, you showed them your burl and everything? Your yeah. Boobs oh, and oh, yeah. Oh, they saw boobs, burl, they saw... Yeah, mm-hmm. That was a wild party. It, you know... It, it might it might seem surprising, but it happens more often than you think. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Well, did you notice? I don't know. You have a good view from here, but my pants I'm wearing right now. I specifically wore these pants because yeah. we were talking about yeah. crotches. For the audience that can't see this, I'm showing Becca my crotch. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm looking and at a crotch. See, but I wore these because these... A holy crotch. A holy crotch. You have a holy crotch. And, and a holy burl underneath. Yes. I'm wearing these because these are just, they're crotching out. Do you ever get that happening where the crotch just comes open from the seams in the yes. middle? And then yes, just I do. My, you know, my burl is so big, it's bound to happen stretch, eventually. Stretches it out. Yeah. So I just crotch out. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah, here, let me, yeah. Let me get closer to you. Yeah, get, yeah. Let me see, let me see that. Let me see that. I just, yeah, like, kind of just... stick my... <laughs> 
You just touched my burl without consent. Do well, I feel like you, you being in a bathtub with me gives me consent. Well, I, I did put it in your face. <laughs> so my bulging story, because I have a lot of bulging stories, and I'm sure I'll get into those in other episodes, but this was a strange one. I was a professional seamstress years ago here in Bozeman. It was one of the things I do as, as a starving artist was sewing pants. I got this rancher who wanted me to sew his pants. Hemum, he, he wanted me to sew his leg pant bigger because his penis was so big that he could, it had to go down the leg. And being a rancher, you know, he did really hard I'm work. Sure, that was very uncomfortable for him. It was. He said it was uncomfortable for 20 years. So finally, yeah. I sewed him a big leg pant, and he thanked me because he stopped having such groin pain. But the man was, you know, I had to sew a big, yeah. Yeah. I was not his first call. He called 20 different people, and they all hung up on him because he thought he was a nasty man. Aww. But he was a good client. He was just trying to be comfy. Him and his crotch gave me good business. I'm so happy for that. <laughs> but then he moved and... Well, what the hell? And now he... Now someone else is hopefully taking care of him and his crotch. I really hope so. Pressing on your crotch? No, please. Continue to... Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's just shampoo. Just... You know. Yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't mind the noise. It's fine. You know, we're just, you know, we're just adjusting in this little this bathtub is, that we're it's sitting in. It's not little. In. It's it's fine Italian marble, Becca. It's you I know, mean, it's, it's it. a you know, it's a get it right. Uh, yeah, sure. Fine Italian sure. marble. Fine Vintage. Italian. Vintage. Uh, you know, it's actually more of a jacuzzi. Here, can I give you a, like a crotch, a bathtub. crotch finale where only, I just rip only it open. if you want me to touch it some more. Rip it open. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break on the bulging stories, unless you have any more bulging stories. No, no, I, you know, I feel like I digressed. Oh, enough, you did give me a bulging you know, story. I... You told me about you dancing naked in an orgy. Okay, let's take a quick <laughs> break and go on to what I call misfired connections. Instead of missed, it's misfired, misfired. as in the people that, you know, hand me and things to read off. They're kind of missing something there. Misfired Connections is where people can do a shout out to other listeners. First up is Joseph, 23, from Minneapolis. He wants to do a shout out to his girlfriend, Terry. Joseph writes us, My girlfriend asked me to really put some thought into our possible long-term relationship. So when she went to bed that night, I stayed up and ate nine pot cookies. I did, in fact figure out what I wanted out of the relationship, but then I forgot what it was. What I'm trying to say is, Terry, will you marry me? <laughs> well, good job, Joseph, and congratulations to Terry. <laughs> okay, Becca and I will be right back after the last ad of the day. Since they are paying me to advertise this, I can't steer you away from this product. But God, do I wish I could. What I will do for $10 is very scary. Here it goes. The pleasure tampon designed by men for women. 
the pleasure tampon it's designed for women to have fun with their tampon if it's up there for six hours why not have fun with it the pleasure tampon is made for light to heavy loads but what i think they meant to say is heavy flow and not loads maybe they meant loads i don't even i don't even want to know check out our playful website ladies pt.com <laughs> okay if we didn't lose listeners before that just did it i think i think we've gotten down to we're at the last part of our our potty okay okay and so we're gonna wrap it up with an improv quiz sure let's see how much becca knows about penises and death becca you ready and by the way when i do improv quizzes the quizzy does not know the themed material so you are not aware yeah, of the i've never material. i've never seen any of this i have no idea becca is it common for babies to exit the wound with an erection exit the wound 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 <laughs> is it typical for their burl to be exposed i mean i think the burl is always exposed when you exit the wound <laughs> Wait, so is that a yes for your answer? Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, that is true. It is common for babies to exit the wound with an erection. What a bunch of little pedophiles. You know, a lot of the people at the party you were at, too. <laughs> you have to give me the address to that party later on. Oh, you can come to that party <laughs> later. Um, were there any other um, drugs available that night, or were you guys just drinking no, beer? No, we're beer and um, happiness. Happy, Happy happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is angel lust or terminal erection? Your mighty erection. Well, you know, I would have to say that if all of your blood flows into your what's erection. That sound? Wait, what's that sound? Is that my dog? I hear her snoring. snoring. But what was that clicking sound? Is that the erection ghost that we're talking about now? Did you hear that clicking sound? I did hear a clicking sound. What was that? You know, your dog is just snoring, so... But What the fuck is that? Is that her? It's freaking me out. What is that? Is that her tail? Uh, definitely not her tail. That's really weird. Okay. It's just the death erection ghost. So what is the angel lust or terminal erection? It is the death erection. So that's what they call it when they go pick up like dead people and they have an erection. They're like, oh, this guy has the angel See, lust. See, that's not what I was going to say at all. I was going to say that all your flood goes to, or all your blood flows <laughs> to your erection. Yeah. And therefore you have no more blood flowing into your body so and then you die. That's what I thought. I wonder if, hmm, that's an interesting scientific. Thank you. Huh. Thank you. I thought a lot very, about it. Yes, that. thank very you. Very creative. Thank you. Good I, job. You know, I'm going to say that you answered I've got, that one I've got correctly. A good, I've got a good brain on yeah. me. So, one, one. Is death erection most common in A, men who have been hanged, B, gunshot wound to the head, C, poisoning, or D, men who drink a lot of Red Bull and snort PCP? Definitely D. Yep, D. All yeah, the above. Yeah, yeah. Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, the breakfast cereal mastermind, hoped that his cereal would abolish what? A. 
toaster strudels, B masturbation, or C Pop-Tarts? You know, I've got to say toaster strudels because Pop-Tarts are really good and masturbation is really good. But we can so, do without the strudels. You know, the strudels, <laughs> we can do it. I agree with that one too. Thank you. Becca, you have been a great guest. Um, I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you being on my show. I really do. When can I expect a donation from you in the mail? To everyone listening, I would love donations. I hope everyone has enjoyed the show or just muted it enough to survive to the next one. Listeners, please check out the Very Lost Fruit Bats Instagram page at the Very Lost Fruit Bat. For all the topics we discussed today. Stay tuned for the next episode. I will be live in a refrigerator. I'll be giving details on a future treasure hunt in the Gallatin County. Each potty I'll be giving a clue. You could be the winner who finds a chest full of fucking useless items that you can't do anything with. And one day, if you find the chest, you could be the guest on my show. Coming soon some of my original songs, which we didn't get to today, and multiple personalities. I can't wait for that. Yeah. You're in for something really special. Thank you so much for having me. It was immensely pleasurable. Anytime.